You're listening to The Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 241, posted May 2020. Rick Tavio! Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am your dungeon master, Tony Sindelar. We are rejoining the Dog and Pony Show in actions. Today's episode brought to you by the internet, connecting us all together in a podcast. And frankly, dangerous combination of uh, caffeine as provided by Coca-Cola, Coke Zero, and cold medicine that are in my head today. It's going to be one of those episodes, everybody. (gasps) Tuesday night! Tuesday night! Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I apologize in advance, but let me now apologize to my players one by one <laughs> in an order as determined by random.org. This is random, but this seems appropriate. Dan Morin, I'm sorry. Uh, Tony Sindelar, it's nice to be here. Dan, who are you playing? I am playing Crucible, uh, Castanoa's Hearts Crucible, a Warforged cleric. Jane Ritt. The thing Hello. that I did and the thing I'm going to continue to do in this episode, I'm sorry for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jane Ritt. I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue, and I accept your apology. Micah Sargent, it's important that you understand that you did nothing to deserve this. <laughs> there are no apologies in Barovia. <laughs> Add it to the list, people. <laughs> I don't know. No one has yelled cannon yet, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I want, I, there should be, there should be apologies. So we'll just leave that one. And Micah, who are you playing? Oh, God, right. That's a thing I'm going to do and say right now Mm -hmm. in this next moment. I am Elevor, the half-elf druid. And uh, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Erica Ensign, I think you know what it's like to have a week. I'm sorry that you're part of my week now. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, I'm sorry that you're part of my week now. Uh, And I am going to play Broldish, the dwarven paladin. With a pony. And last but not least, no doubt the person who is going to remind me when I am particularly off the rails, and we appreciate it when she does so, Aline Sims. Aline, I'm sorry. Apology acknowledged. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Ibra, uh Soliana, and I'm here with my friend slash dog companion, Androdite. Oh, I'm a ranger, by the way. And how. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Multi-class friend slash dog. Yeah. Tuesday night, people. we got to lean into this energy because I'm leaning into it. I don't want to be the only one alone here. Is your Everyone... dog a brain surgeon? <laughs> no, uh, the only very special dogs. Yeah. Brain out out, out of network. Previously on Total Party Kill, Dog and Pony Show, you are trapped in the land of Barovia, Big Barovia. You left the town of Barovia, Little Barovia, for the town of Balaki just for lucky, uh, in search of perhaps places that would be safer, further from the reach of the devil. Some st- strange things happened on the road between Barovia, Little Barovia, and Volaki in the form of a skeletal rider? That's That was weird. That being yeah. a skeleton on a skeleton horse. Man, I really thought that would be more efficient to just say skeletal rider, but it really poses a lot of questions. Um, there was a skeleton. The skeleton was on a skeleton horse. Tuesday night, people. Um, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Uh, you also, along the way, encountered a group of Vistani uh, who were searching for a lost child and being the heroic, lovely people that you are, you uh, sought out, you sought to help them, and engaged uh, not in going directly to Velaki, but exploring around the town of Velaki. You met uh, the leader of the Vistani encampment nearby, and you basically circumnavigated the whole town, eventually arriving at the shores of Lake Zarovich, where you found a strange man who seemed intent on throwing a small Vistani girl into a lake in a sack. And you saved her. Yay! 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 So, you returned uh, the girl, I believe her name was Arabelle, to the Vistani. Uh, I believe they now owe you one favor, um, you know, to be redeemed at another time. And you are on your way back to Velaki with a one weird man in tow. <laughs> Wait, the song one is saying one weird man. 
has a toe. In toe. A weird one-toed man. <laughs> you have you have no current number of toes unknown, but probably going to be one man. now. Uh, so uh, you are escorting one weird man uh, back to the town of Milwaukee because. The sun is setting soon. Not that there's ever actually a sunset in Velaki or in Barovia because it's so gloomy, big Barovia. Uh, but, you know, the sky is getting dark. And I, I don't know if you know too much about Barovia, big Barovia, also little Barovia, but you don't want to hang out after dark. Uh, can I roll perception for toes? Yes. Uh, oh, right. What's my bonus there on perception? How does this game work again? I got a 16. How many toes does weird, weird man have? Uh, he's rolling too. According to my math, I rolled 2d6. Um, Elevor, <laughs> Elevor, up to 12. He has up to 12 toes. El Elevor, you have eight toes. Wait, I have eight toes? I was looking. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how oh, many man. toes the weird that man the, has. Did you, you have did. a terrible ghost story that you tell me. <laughs> you, you, you did not specify which weird man you were asking about, Micah. Oh. And I believe, I believe I made the obvious choice here. I have Roll to burned. have toes. Barovia <laughs> is spooky. It might eat your toes. Uh, okay, I'm writing it down. Elevor has eight toes. I don't know. I mean, that could be like an animal yeah, it makes thing, perfect right? sense. He was, a, he was an octopus. And oh, that's yeah, there's probably back, just something something so got lost in translation. That's what happened. I didn't fully transform back. All right. Add appearance information. Canon. H toes. <laughs> All right. Guys, please is, do not uh, use canon for other people's appearances other than Jane has two eye scars. <laughs> so, yes, canon. yes, I have two character creator eye scars. Yes. Uh, um well, I want to put my cloak up immediately because I don't want to go in the village and have it apparent that I'm an elf if I oh, can Oh, I thought it. you just didn't want to lose any toes. So you <laughs> Yes, it, it is. Yeah, putting it my probably, cloak up would definitely help. It probably does occur to you yeah. that you are rather conspicuous. Uh, you would be rather conspicuous Us? in the town of Velaki. Or just me? Uh, I guess anyone who is not a human <laughs> or who is traveling with someone or who is, is not, not a human. a six foot tall man made out of metal. <laughs> also, who is you all <laughs> let's yeah. let's be honest yeah lots of cloaks yeah. going on is what we're saying uh, so I mean, so as Crucible you're approach not putting a cloak <laughs> he doesn't use why i i don't understand yeah lena's kind of skulking towards the back a little bit like she's going to <laughs> try like, and hide behind the dwarf <laughs> each of you is like aggressively trying to hide further and further back behind. Yeah. <laughs> except for crucible, crucible puts on yeah. like a hat but it's like just like a broad-brimmed hat it doesn't do anything to cover his face <laughs> <laughs> well, my ears are definitely covered because uh, I've got half elf ears. So, um, I guess so. Here's my question: As you are heading uh, up toward the gates uh, on the north side of uh, Velaki, how actively are you uh, disguised in in terms of attempting to conceal your appearance, be it your entire identity or your non, in the case of some of you, your non-human nature? I think that's the extent of mine. Okay. I, just, I want to look as human as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, act human. I mean, natural. <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh, where do my hands go? Really, really <laughs> tap into that. You're a half-elf. Really tap into your human side, right? Like, yeah. I'm just trying to remember where my mom put her hands. <laughs> They're next to your last two toes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Um, all right. And so you. It is. it's getting dark and the uh, the strange man that you pulled out of a rowboat, yep. uh, big kind of lumbering guy, is just kind of following you along. He has just this glassy look on his eyes. Uh, Irina, not really sure what's going on. She's going to stay in kind of the middle of the pack. And, you know, she kind of comments that, ah, I do not know about this Velaki place. This this is not what I imagined. Um, I think Elevor leans over to Imra and says, okay, so here's the deal. I don't think I can go on much further. Unless I know how many toes the weird man has. So being that you're a ranger and you're very good at knowing at, at uh, observing these things, can you please tell me how many toes he has? Isn't he wearing shoes? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Can I tell by the way skills? he's walking? Uh, I would say Imra. <laughs> this, is <the> looking, <laughs> this is the looking for Scott portion of this you season. Know, yeah. <laughs> I don't always placate Micah, but but sometimes sometimes you got to do what Elvord wants you to do. Oh, yay. Can, can I tell by the way this this glassy-eyed man, not original member of our party in case there's another glassy-eyed man here, how many toes, <laughs> how many toes he has by uh, his gate? By his gate it suggests that he has 
uh, you would suggest you you assume we're making a lot of assumptions here about feet, but it seems like he's got kind of the the gait of a a ten toed individual. Okay, thank you. I'm, toed, I'm pretty sure toed, all his toes. T o e d. Not he's got ten toes. <laughs> How many toes are in his boots? I just I'm recovering Glass my cold. eyes. I ten feel- toes. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, people. Dungeons and Dragons. And so you approach the north gates to Velaki. Uh, A male and female guard stand at the gate. Uh, The gate is basically... um, it looks like they're kind of getting ready for for night. The gate is is closed, but not like there's a big, heavy chain and padlock that they have not secured in place yet. They are standing on the other side of the barred gate. You can see them. There are arranged outside the gate a bunch of pikes, um, pointy wooden poles with uh, there's really no nicer way to say it, rotting wolf's heads on them. Oh my! Oh, yeah, I think we saw these last time. We oh, saw, that's yeah. Right. yeah. I believe yeah. there was a similar site on the east gate where you approached. So, good news. Both gates feature decomposing lupine heads. <laughs> Yummo. I guess for certain definitions of That's good a Malaki promise. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, do you think you, we can get in at this point? Probably. Let, all right. Let me do, let me do the talking. Um, you are okay. charismatic. I think Hello. Uh, we would like to be let in. State your business in Malaki. Uh, well, he lives here, and we need to take him home. As you can see, he's not feeling well. What are you doing with Bluto? Uh, we found him wandering the shores of the lake. And, uh, you know, I snap. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry, he has all his toes, but there's something about his glass eyes that's really freaking us out. He Uh. he seems unwell. We'd like to help him home. The Baron's not going to like this. We'll take care of him. They offered to take him off your hands. Uh, well, you know, as you can see, escorting him safely back, it's brought us nearly to nightfall. Um, I, I, yeah, was... yeah, move along. Oh, okay. That what? is not terribly hospitable. Is he waving us in? He's waving you in. Oh, yeah. oh okay. That move is along terribly move hospitable. Along. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly hospitable, no matter what. But yeah, Wait, he's not friendly. But they're yeah. not like the other one's like no woods. one asked for your life story. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, well, um, yeah, they're clearly busy uh, trying to get the gate set up for night. Yeah. There's no other foot traffic at this point. Uh, one of the guards walks uh, the glassy-eyed man, who is apparently named Bluto, off somewhere. Uh, you did choose not to mention that he abducted a child, but we won't dwell on that for now. Uh, and so you are inside uh, the gates and walls of the town of Velaki, the jewel of Barovia, big Barovia, in that it's a place where people live. Hmm. There are several pikes with wolf's heads inside the gates as well. Perhaps we should seek a place to uh, accommodations for the evening. Well, anyone who has been to Velaki before, which I believe includes both Lena and Crucible, would know that really the only establishment in town is the Blue Water Inn. Um, That's the only, the closest thing there is. I mean, it's it's a a legit tavern. I don't know why I say it like in that way. Um, But there's not, there's not a lot of competition is what I'm saying. There are, uh, Velaki is a substantially uh, larger town than Little Barovia, uh, so there are a lot more people and a lot more businesses and what have you, but still really only one tavern. But it's an actual full uh, inn as opposed to uh, the Blood of the Vine Tavern, which was like the saddest place you've ever consumed wine. So, and let's see. On this map, uh, N2, N2, which is kind of in the center of town. And Not excited for our podcast listening. There yeah. is a the tavern Gosh. is in the center of the town. How's that? Excellent. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you for letting us help you create the map. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we so uh, is that where you want to head? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah All right. Sure. 
Uh, Valaki does not seem to be a particularly inviting place, but perhaps you have just arrived the wrong time as people are kind of um, getting ready for the evening. Uh, you see a lot of people, a lot of, lot, of, lot of shutters closing, a lot of lights going out, a lot of, lot of doors being bolted and secured. The streets are empty, um, but you really only have to wander down the one road that runs uh, kind of north to south in Velaki before you, ar you arrive uh, near an intersection. Uh, where there is uh, the Blue Water Inn. Um, it's notable in terms of it's it's clearly not a house or a business. Uh, right. There's uh, It's a multi-story structure. There's nice kind of pleasing gray smoke coming up from a chimney. Um, wooden building, stone foundation. It's got kind of a little bit of a sagging roof. Uh, and on that roof are perched several ravens. Oh boy, here we go. Says a, trust, trust a them, painted remember. wooden sign hangs above the main entrance, and it depicts kind of a blue waterfall. As we approach, do the ravens like come down at us cawing like they did at the windmill? No, nope, they're just ravens, man. Just why would they do out. that? Who just... knows why a bird does birds? Yeah, who knows why a bird does anything a bird does? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are there other ravens around town on the rooftops or just give me, at the end? Give, give me a perception check, uh, Imra. This is an 11, 10. No. You do not, you do not see any other birds except okay. for the, the kind of, it looks like, you know, decent-sized flock on the roof of the Blue Water Inn. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else you want to do in town, or you just want to head right in? Uh, I mean, it may be a good place for us to ask some questions about Bluto. Okay. Yes. And so you head into the Blue Water Inn. It looks like uh, kind of people are kind of settling in for the evening. I am loading a map with a tavern in a second. Oh, we're on um, the roof. You, if you scroll down, you can go to the first floor. Um, ah. No, I'll stay up here. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about what is going on in the Blue Water Inn. So, you know, it's a kind of nice tavern structure. There's basically kind of a barn built onto the back of it, and clearly people have their uh, horses and whatnot there. And as you make your way in, it's it's clear that, you know, for some people in Velaki, this is the place to go. For indeed, there are not many places to go in Velaki. Um, there is, a, you know, kind of a, a large, uh, bearded, heavyset man behind the bar who looks like he's probably the innkeeper. And there's a variety of people who seem to be hanging out in the tavern, uh, either people who are staying there or people who are uh, inhabitants of Velaki who are spending the evening there. Um, just kind of casually looking around the tavern, you spot kind of, I'll say, three groups of people that catch your eye. Um, there's two. They look like they're probably locals. They're not kind of garbed in traveling clothes. In fact, they're kind of garbed in kind of nice uh, uh, robes. Uh, it looks like they might be some kind of, you know, lesser nobility, uh, probably related. They seem to be arm wrestling and yelling at each other quite loudly in the corner. Uh, in another corner, there's two, uh, they look more like there's probably uh, woodsman types, a pair of them, uh, and they're just kind of sitting, quietly drinking. And in the, uh, right at, standing at the bar is a, uh, is a half-elf, uh, kind of strange-looking gentleman with uh, little spectacles on his nose, elderly, and he is, uh, he seems to be trying to tell a story to the, uh, the innkeeper, who is not that interested. We can tell he's a half-elf? Yeah. Uh, so Lena is going to head up to the bar for a sec. Uh, hello, we would like to, to get five, uh, beds for the night if you have the room. Uh, you're in luck. We only have, uh, uh, we only have one guest staying with us right now. Let me just look at what we've got available here and see what kind of arrangements, uh, Crucible we can find up next we to Lena and says, we only need four beds. I do not require sleep. Wait, are you just going to stand there in the corner well, while we sleep? Well, we need one for Arena, keep. too. Yeah, remember, Arena's here, too. So Math is not one of my strong suits. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of robot are you? I oh. am not a robot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and right. can we get my uh, uh, loyalty number so that I get the points? <laughs> you don't want the points here, trust me. <laughs> the uh, this place great. this place is well reviewed online. You know what they use for reviewing things uh, in Barovia? A string? 
Nope, it's Ravens. just called, It's just Yelp. It's Yelp. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the enunciation's a little different. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's spelled Yelp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I told that joke instead of looking up the thing I was supposed to find. <laughs> Incidentally, is anyone That's, else really honestly, impressed by it. the giant freaking horse in the stables? Yes. <laughs> yes. That is that a too. good and beefy boy. <laughs> Look at the yes, that is a horse I, I mean, would like to Okay, know. okay. I, I'm gonna bring Tony Cinda Lawrence in there for scale. I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well one's a top down view and one's a side on yeah, view. So you, you can't know, compare apples them. and oranges. Yeah. So so I know that uh for the for the listeners you can't <laughs> quite see the difference in scale. Um but I'm gonna say that this horse's head is maybe fifteen feet <laughs> across. <laughs> that seems fair. Seems fair. And you All can right. trust Jane when it comes to information about horses. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so uh, the innkeeper uh, he introduces himself, Erwin Martikoff. Uh Yes. So I have uh, I have three rooms available. I've got two uh, two bedrooms and one four bedroom. What can I What can I interest you in? Uh, this is well, the part of the adventure where they do math. Everybody loves this part. They have to figure out who's going to sleep on the floor, who's going to share a room with who. This oh, is, okay. It's like Oregon uh, Trail, but not fun because you don't get to play. It's just wait, watching now, people play if Oregon like, Trail. If it's like Oregon Trail, am I going to get dysentery if I stay in one of these rooms? Mm -hmm. he, uh, no, do not roll the die. Please okay. don't roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to sleep on the floor. You can, it's you can fine. Also, you also have plenty of money. You can just... You know. Yeah, I I think you know uh there there may be times that a a nice lodging is not available. I say we avail ourselves while we can. Agreed. Seems yep. reasonable. Uh so how many rooms do you want to rent? 7. There's what? 3 available. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, we'd like, pony, we'd like to put pony we'd like to put pony up in the horse suite. Um so <laughs> There are like nine extra decimals in fantasy math and in real mm. math, so I just got a little confused there. Yes, I shall play with two silvers and 14 coppers and a platinum. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you tell me the room, what rooms we have again? There are two, two bedrooms available and one four bedroom available. Okay, let's do the four bedroom because I can meditate in a corner. Yeah, Excellent. As, as can I. Cool. We've got two, <laughs> two corners in, and four beds. <laughs> so sleeping in the beds will be Irina, uh, not Imra, not uh, uh, Crucible, uh, Broldis, you get a bed, Elevore gets a bed, and who am I forgetting? Irina. Lena. Arena. Okay. Lena and Arena. Lena. Lena and Arena. Okay. Yes. All right. Lena cool. All right. Cool. So. Uh, and then he... we have one elf in the corner being spooky and one mm -hmm. robot in As the I corner do. being spooky. Yep. As you do. Uh, yep. Okay. Erwin Martikoff, uh, has you signed the guest book, Lena? I, I sort of don't pick up the quill hoping that someone else will do it. I'll yeah. do it. Sure. Yeah. I'll oh, just okay. scrawl. That's fine. All right. Scrawl. Scrawl. Yelp and scrawl. It's my celebrity signature. <laughs> uh, can I get you? Can I get you travelers any food? Yes, please. Oh man, oh. hungry, hungry, bungry is what I say. We are having a <laughs> special on uh, on wolf steak tonight. Sure, sounds good. All right. Yeah. It's. I could see how you would end up with a surplus. What with you only using the heads, otherwise. He gives you a knowing wink. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so like. that was what, like five wolf steaks coming up? I do not require a wolf steak. Thank you. Do you have anything that is not in the canine family? Uh, we have some horse stew. I guess I'll take the wolf steak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you well, like can that? I also get a side of, wait, could I also get a side of wolf, uh, of uh, horse stew, please? Okay. I have a question about horse stew, sir. Is yes. this the dog and pony stew? Oh no! Oh. no. This is unintentional, people. Oh. And Elavor pulls back his hood since he's got a half elf friend at the bar. Oh, um, the uh, the uh, the gentleman uh, standing nearby at the bar kind of uh, suddenly notices you. Wait, the gentleman standing nearby or the guy behind the bar? The gentleman standing nearby at the bar is a half elf. Uh, the man behind the bar is a human. 
Oh, shoot. I misunderstood. Sorry. Well, you can feel late. free to change your actions if you want. No, I took I took my finger off the chess piece. We're fine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that happened. I'm, I don't care about that, though. I'm asking about horse. Are you able to keep a horse alive while still taking meat from it? Are you harvesting horse from a big meat boy? Uh, uh, I, no, I, no, sir. I can assure you the horse was humanely slaughtered. Uh, don't don't worry about him. He. I just am very curious about these animals. He's very curious about animals. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm well, well, if you'd like to take a seat over here, uh, the food will be right out. Yes, cool. thank you. We I'm we gonna, do appreciate it. I'm gonna keep an eye on Elevore when the food comes and see if he can turn it into fajitas or something. Yeah, because mm -hmm. a quesadilla. I am definitely not eating. I don't know horsey stew. You're just going to let that horsey stew go to waste? No, I didn't order any horsey stew. Okay. Uh, some time passes, and uh, two uh, small children, they look like they bear a, a resemblance to the innkeeper, uh, come out with plates and of, of wolf steak and bowls of stew in whatever numbers were supposed to be there, <laughs> and arrange them at this table uh, where there's clearly, there's, you know, one one table off, and off to the corner, this bar is full of corners, uh, where there's enough seats for all of you to kind of gather around uh, and have, have a meal together. Uh, ch children, do you know uh, a child who lives outside the city named Arabella? Uh, I don't know any ch anybody who lives outside of Velaki, says the, uh, the child. Uh, very well, thank you. Nods and wanders off. Gives you kind of a weird look. Should we perhaps inquire of the innkeeper whether or not he is familiar with this Bluto? Yeah, and I, I don't like... Well, I don't like a lot about the way that he vanished from our care. Let us make lists of all the things we don't like here in Velaki. <laughs> wolf, wolf steak. Yeah, that's one. Horsey stew. Irina is stew. Irina is poking a wolf steak tentatively. <laughs> I've never had I'm this before. I'm tucking in. Okay. Broldish is just she's wolfing down in her steak. Oh, ah. mm. clever! You know, from a, from across the across the room, the uh, the two hunters. They they see what you're doing, Broldish, and they give you a kind of a, a hearty nod, thumbs up. I I salute them with, oh, I never ordered any wine. Did it did it just come with wine to drink or something? Uh, a, a, another child uh, makes makes a round and is is pouring uh, okay. uh, cups of wine for people. I'll salute the hunters with my yeah. with my wine. It is very cheap red wine. Yep, tastes my like grapes. Favorite kind. Uh, yeah, so there's a variety of people you could choose to talk to here at the Blue Water Inn, as, uh, but you do appear to be, uh, you know, you're out of the elements. You are no longer on the open road of Barovia where all kinds of bad things could happen to you. Presumably a different set of bad things could happen to you <laughs> here in Velaki. Uh, Tony, a question. Bluto, uh, could we tell from his manner of dress, was he, did he, you know, seem well to do or do he seem more like a hunter? Could we tell, divine anything from like the way he was dressed, like as to his class or occupation? I would say he seemed like a commoner. So, of the people in here who might know him, I was just trying to figure out if it would be more likely. You said the two who are arm, arm wrestling, are they the more like ornately yes. dressed? Yes, nobles. Yeah. There are two. There are two. They look like they're probably locals in that they are not, they are not dressed in traveling garb, but they do look kind of fancy. Um, they are arm wrestling and, and yelling at each other a bunch. Uh, there's two... Uh, I, it's it's all dudes. Sorry, that's how this adventure yeah. was written for this room. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you have your choice of a uh, big bearded guy behind the corner, uh, two look like relatives in fancy pants clothes arm wrestling with each other, uh, two sullen hunters off in the corner, and uh, um... The kind of half-elf gentleman who is just sitting at the, the bar, drinking kind of by himself quietly, just giving the room a, a look over his shoulder every now and then. Crucible would like to uh, step back up to the bar and inquire. And I'm going to suggest, uh, you know, this is, Dungeon Master aside, mm -hmm. this is a place of relative safety. If you wanted to split up and chat with different people, that might be 
a courtesy to your fellow players and slightly more socially believable than six of you come up and interrogate <laughs> people one by one uh, and would allow us to, uh, you know, to share the just share the stage a little bit. And I'm probably not going to murder you for splitting the party in one room that is a tavern. That said, no one asked, is the floor made of lava? <laughs> and the floor is made of lava. You all take 2d8 fire damage <laughs> on your feet. Yeah. Next time, sees, next, next time you'll ask. Yeah, Lena sees that Crucible's going up to the bar, so she, like, drains her wine so she has a pretext to go back up, and she <laughs> follows him up there. Hello. All right. Hello. Hello, good innkeeper. Travelers. I had a question for you, since I presume are you are a longtime resident of Valaki? Indeed. Born, born and raised. My, raised my family here, too. We encountered an individual who I believe was from this town. Do you know a man named Bluto? Yes, I know him. Uh, I'm acquainted. He's a, he's a regular here. Spends probably too much time here, if you know what I mean. Hmm. He seemed, uh, when we encountered him, to be somewhat uh, not himself or acting in a way that seemed unusual. Have you observed this? Well, he he likes to drink, but uh, you know, recently there's uh, there's been uh, some of the people in town. They've been uh, I don't know where they're getting them from, but they got these uh pastries, dream pastries they call them. The people that like them, they like them a real lot. Oh boy! Let Seems me guess: were these purchased from an older woman from a cart with greasy papers? Uh, paper was certainly greasy. Kit couldn't tell you about an old woman with a cart. Don't know where they come from. But uh, some of the people, they just they won't shut up about them. Seem real obsessed with them. I don't, Have you noticed the... Me, I'm just a... I prefer a, a good wolf steak, which are on sale today. And, uh, you know, a good glass <laughs> of red Always be is, is what I prefer. I was, dang it, you beat me to it. <laughs> Have you noticed the behavior of these people who consume these dream pastries to be particularly unusual or perhaps even violent? Uh, usually not violent. I'd say usually they're, uh, kind of, kind of sedate, if anything. They sometimes act like they're not all there, if you know what I'm saying. That is, that is what we observed with this Bluto, but he also uh, seemed to choose some relatively unsavory actions as well. Well, Bluto's not exactly ever been one of, I'd call, savory, but I don't know. He's also a bit, he's always been a bit, uh, open to, uh, suggestions, perhaps too open. So, I don't know. Maybe he got some bad ideas in his, that, that head of his. Do you know, perhaps, where he lives in town? Oh, yeah. He lives uh, three streets over. There's a old fishing hut that uh, has been in his family. He's there. And does he have any other family? I don't think so. Interesting. Thank you. You have been most helpful. Crucible oh, slides, sure. Well, a, we, uh, we want you to have a good time here at the Blue Water Inn. It's a, a place of safety. Crucible slides a, uh, you know, like a, what, like silver over on the, the counter. Oh, don't mention it. He takes the silver. <laughs> you all have a good time here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Any, any, any extras on the wolf steak I can interest you in? Uh, a, a very full. Okay. Really, thank you. <laughs> well, believe, I'll be here. I believe my friend would like another. Me or my wife will be here behind the bar. You need anything, you let us know. Yes, certainly. Certainly. All right. So that's happening at the bar with uh, Crucible and Lena Delina are chatting up Erwin Martikoff, uh, proprietor of the Blue Water Inn. What are other folks doing? Um, I th okay. Elevore wants to go saddle up to the. Oh my gosh! Every time I click on the map, it jumps my uh, token all over the place. But he's going to go sit at the bar next to uh old elf pal over here all right so sitting at the bar drinking uh wine he seems to have a very dainty wine cup it's not clear everyone else seems got a like stock and his his he's got like a fancy uh like he brought his own yeah i don't know maybe he's he, he you know what everything about this uh particular in individual uh suggests I think the kids would call it extra. Um, that he is <laughs> he is interesting. Uh, there is apologies. Let me just find the description of 
this individual i'm having i a can hard already time. tell this individual wishes he was a full-on elf okay mm. hey, that's 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 maybe offensive i don't know um, uh well like as a as a half elf who often has to hold on let me let me let me spit this out as a half elf who's often sort of trying to find his place in mm -hmm. uh in either elven society or human society when i'm not elf enough and i'm not human enough um I have found, or Elevor has found, this is getting too real now, uh, yeah. Elevor has found that he has been able to sidle up to the human side a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, but there are some, some half-elves who tend to want to uh, sort of cast aside their humanity and mm. sort of uh, punish themselves for being partially human it, with the intent of, of reclaiming as much elfiness as they possibly can. <laughs> and that is just the vibe that Elevor is getting at the moment. And we will find out if that's actually mm -hmm. the case. I like to think that Elevor smashes paradigms by like, oh, I'm not elf enough. I'm not human enough. Giant octopus. <laughs> Watch me. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you end up with eight toes. Yeah, that's this right. This is true. <laughs> this is the Mardikoff family. So that's Erwin Mardikoff on the, uh, on the oh. left there, do you all see that? Mm -hmm. Wow, mm -hmm. that that kid is the haughtiest looking kid. He does, I've he does look great. Also, Both he's got his them. other kid who has like an undercut. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's they, they were the ones who were bringing you food. Uh, and um, why are they all looking so suspicious at people? Elevor, Rictavio, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> Elevor, you you have sidled up next to a half elf who is dressed. Uh, I think the only word that comes to mind is like a dandy. Uh, uh -huh. He is very uh, dramatically dressed in colors you just don't see in Barovia. And he reaches out and just grasps your arm and it's just giving you a hearty handshake. And he says, it is my ex esteemed pleasure to meet you. I am Rictavio. Please pull up a seat. Okay. Um, <laughs> hi there, Rictavio. Uh, Rictavio looks back at you over kind of little little spectacles. He's got perched on his nose. He's he uh, he quickly kind of finishes writing something in his journal because he's the kind of guy who brings a journal to a bar and sits at the bar writing in his journal. And he says, "Ah, a fellow half elf. I thought I saw you when when you came in. It is see so few of our kind here in Barovia. It is it is good to 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 see a friendly face." Well, I have to say it is good uh, to see a friendly face as well. It uh, right is good. You. It is so good. Uh, I want to roll. I don't know. Is this is this perception? Is this insight? I want to tell if this guy is drunk or if he's just this happy. Roll insight. All right. Uh, that's six. Uh, Eighteen. Uh, a little from column A, a little from column B, but I think he's pretty happy uh, just to, to see you, perhaps just to see a half-elf. But he looks like, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm always looking to, to meet strangers on the road and to share tales. I am a, I'm a storyteller, or, or so I fancy myself. I'm, I'm retired, but I'm still adventuring. And, you know, you, you look like you may have seen a thing or two, and I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Perhaps I could share some, some regale you with some tales of my own travels, for I am Rictavio. Well, in fact, Rictavio, that's what I was going to ask you about. What's uh, what are some of the latest tales you've been told? Uh, do you do you come here every day? Oh well, I've been here in Velaki for a little while, getting the lay of the land. But I travel all over. I, I'm was previously a a circus performer, ringmaster, really. Uh, but I've retired. I've uh, left that life behind me, and you know, I just I wanted to see the world, see it out before me. And I I went on a on a, a traveling road trip, as it were. And well, I seem to have found myself stuck here in the Valley Barovia, Big Barovia, um, and uh, haven't figured out how quite how to get out of here, so I've been here for a while, but uh, I'm sure it's just a, a bump in the road, as they say, on my way to bigger and more exciting things. Not that here is not big and exciting. Surely, exciting things here in Barovia, in Velaki, in Big Barovia. But yes, what about you? Are you a new arrival here in Barovia? Um, to, to Big Barovia... No, not 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 precisely new. Uh, I've, I've newish, you would say. Well, I've been around the block a couple times, is what I. Would oh say. yes, yeah. Um, but I, I really, you know, I'm fascinated. You were just scribbling down a, a bit of a of a message there, and oh, uh, I've been I'm writing my own memoirs. Oh, so these are stories about you, not stories yes. about others. 
Well, I mean, may, yes, mainly myself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't deem to, to tell other stories except what I do. But mainly in terms of what I am putting into print, yes, it is, it is my own stories. So regale me with a tale. Uh, uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me something uh, that you know lately has happened uh, here in Bromo. Because here, here, before you, before you begin, mm. I've got to start by saying that, frankly, it's all getting to be the same. We see birds, it's dark, it's foggy. There are there's birds! It's, it is true. Right. It's hardly... There's, you do there's not tell no, lies, my friend. Birds there I, are. Birds there are, exactly. You get it, you understand. But I am looking for something a little uh, out of the ordinary, something uh, that, that, that really stuck out for you. What's uh, something that's happened to you lately that's just uh, a, a change in the way of the, the mist and the fog and the sadness? Well... I saw something horrible on the roads just just but three days ago. Something unspeakable. Something I... If it was a skeleton riding a skeleton, I've already it seen it. It was! Mm, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. You've I seen it too, it. my friend? Yeah, I've seen the skeleton They say the those skeleton. who have seen it and lived to tell the tale are marked. Mark, marked? Okay. Yes. So, so can I... I'm just... For I'm, death! I, uh, I'm looking around. Uh, what's his name again? Rictavio, Rictavio, yeah, Rudolfo. I'm looking around. No, 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 Rictavio, Rudolph. I don't see anything on you. There are no marks here. It is R a, like a spiritual thing, my friend. Oh, so what? I've got like in an your aura soul. Now? My soul is marked from seeing a skeleton. Right? Yes, skeleton. for death. Now, how long ago did you see it? You said a week. Yeah, it's eight, nine days. How long do you expect to live? I who knows death is around every corner That's both what I'm in saying. Barovia and when you live the life of adventure the life of Rictavio or the life of Elevor frankly I've seen death yes, all around Yes but you, you I mean you've seen a skeleton so we've established we have both seen skeleton riding and let me just establish the horse uh -huh. it was also a skeleton of a horse Correct yeah that skeleton Correct. Was riding the other yeah 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 see but here's the thing I'm still alive. You're still alive. We've got 10. But we are days. marked for death. Our days, they are numbered. You know what? You're marked for death. I do not know what that number is. It is like the roll of a dice. Think about this, pal. You're marked for death the moment you're born. Ah, it's true. So, what, so are we, true. Are so sweet and honeyed are your words. They are, they are like a song. A song that makes me want to sing. Go ahead. Sing. Uh, but it is not the, not, it is not the right time. Uh, a bartender, could I have a, well, a red wine? That is all they serve here. Erwin comes over with two red wines. And I give them both to Rudolph and... Uh, Rictavio downs them quickly. So... You, sir, are a gentleman. Something that is a rarity in these lands, in these times. It will be tragic when you die. Hopefully... Long from now and far from here, but someday we all come to our end. Oh, the drink, it makes me, it makes me dour. You know, I don't think it's possible to make you dour. I've got to say. It's true! <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Uh, <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> you didn't hear that. Uh, so, uh, look, I, I think you're great, uh, pal. And I think you are good as well. <laughs> I just I, have I to feel know. like you could be asking me more meaningful questions, and yet, why why waste our time with these? <laughs> here's a here's a thought exercise for you. Mm. you. Seem to be into thought exercises. I I don't know what I have said to suggest such a thing, but I am. You're very thoughtful, is all I'm saying, pal. And you as well. If if there was one question that I mm. should be asking you, what would that question be? I will have to think on that one. <laughs> I just stare at him. We have so many questions about the lore of the land. <laughs> you know, you go to, you go to battle with the Elevore you send, not the I, Elevore. My, I just gotta be honest, all of my questions are about Rictavio now. <laughs> um, Elevore. If, if I may assume that that is your name. Because it's so it is embroidered. Name tag. Yeah. It is embroidered well, on your robe. I have a keen fair, eye for these things. To be fair, I did say my name earlier when I said uh, that. Yes, I, but I also inferred it before you, that. Oh, very good work. Yes, you've done there. I can also tell, and I mean this as no offense. You are a half elf with 
eight toes, are you not? Oh my god. <laughs> There's a slight a slight way in which you walk. I have I have an eye for these things. You can tell from my gait. You should talk to my friend Imra. I can also tell. Hey Imra. <laughs> Imra. <laughs> no. Imra, Imra is off Imra. having a conversation with someone else and waves you off. Is the Imra is that anyone is that else. Imra is that anyone accurate? Else. <laughs> uh, reminder to never go to a cocktail party with Elavor. Um, yes, I, I can tell. I I know these things. I have an eye. I am a, a seasoned adventurer. I have traveled the lands, and you know it is your wits that keep you alive. It is your uh, your tongue and the tales you t- tell that will build your friendships. But your wits, those are what you can rely on. Elavor, right, what I've you got, what you three. should ask me is is what is the most dangerous thing in this land, and no. I'll tell you. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> No. Uh, no. See, here's the thing. No. The now, then the you most... will tell me what I should tell you, but that what you should ask. Yes. yes. And I would so tell the... you that you would ask about that. Uh, what I'm about to ask, which is indeed, that there, there are three things that you should know that I know. Oh, One, only three, but well, not four. Three, three things that you should know that I know. Okay. There might be a fourth. There might be a fifth, but you should not know. But that not I know two. Things. We agree. Correct, three or but more. Not two. So one, as I said, three. One, the <laughs> devil. Elavora does scare quotes because there are scare quotes in this world. It does not scare me, but some of the people, they are superstitious here. I am not even a little bit stitious, but these people here in Barovia, big Barovia. Reference acknowledged. Thank you. Uh, so uh, the devil is the worst possible, scariest thing. We yes, and back. you know he lives in Castle Ravenloft on the hill up the Correct. mountain. Yes. Correct. Uh, number two is that a madam with magical future seeing powers told us that we should listen to the birds have you ever been told that i have by that you, same that same woman trust the birds she tells me and i do this i trust the birds and so far i'm alive now did she also tell you that you were probably going to die anyway uh it may have come up we yeah. i i was not very listening closely at that point but i do trust the birds the birds they have warned me the birds i think they have brought me here the martikoff family the birds watch over them this is Maybe not suspicious, but interesting. It is interesting. It is something I will write about someday when I understand it fully. Imra, there are birds and the family watches over them. Imra <laughs> <laughs> just like over in the corner and just like not even looks, just like puts a thumb up at in his direction. Like, yep, yep. But yes, but Elevore, there were two things. There was one more that thing. Was that the, was yeah, two. Yeah, that was two. And yeah, and the third thing that and, I was going to tell you that you were going to know that I knew that you knew that I knew. That it is was. It was that sometimes you can see a bunch of dead people walking toward Castle Raven Claw. I have seen it, the March of the Dead. Yes. So every see, night when the moonlight hits it, the, the, the greens, phantom specters, they march up and they 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 go to fight the devil and they lose and they die again every night. It is, uh, it is, it is their fate. It is why, uh, you know, it is, it is best not to die at all. <laughs> but do not die here. It is worse than normal death. Honestly, it seems like we've had a lot of the same experiences, pal. Well, uh, what do you know about this? There's a windmill nearby. Um, ah, yes. There is, um, there are some strange old women who live there. They make, uh, they make these, uh, these pastries uh-huh. and, uh, they say, uh, people will, uh, they will, they will do whatever they can get to get the pastries. They are, they are hooked on it. Have you ever tried one of the pastries? No, I am, I am smart. Oh, so only non-smart people eat these. Well, pastries. I mean, I don't want to make judgments, but you know, it's, I knew that they were dangerous. Those people perhaps did not. And the birds kept you away as well? Indeed. Trust wow. the birds, my friend. Trust the birds. So that is a real thing we should be doing, is trusting birds. Why, why would you ask me about a fake thing that you should not be doing? Well, because I didn't really trust the madam when she said trust the birds, and I just wanted to make sure that So if someone tells you birds, trust the birds, and you're like, no, birds are bad? Correct. Uh, no, not the birds are bad. So birds did you bad. decide do not trust the birds, or do you, is, are you uncertain about your trust in birds based on your uncertainty about her? Uh, yes. Hmm. Yes. Agreed! Yes. Right! And then Elevor's getting into this now, so he sort of slaps him on the shoulder. You don't say. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Cool, cool, cool. So we've got that figured out. We've got that covered. Um, Look, the fact is, as you know, I'm sure, we're all sort of stuck here. Uh, In a way, we're all stuck where we choose to be stuck. You know, that's really, that's a good point. 
Is it? Uh, well, here's the deal. I'm <laughs> what I'm fascinated by is how you seem to keep this um, this very positive demeanor about you, despite the fact that this is a crummy, horrible place with not much uh, to look forward to. I do not intend to die here. Not like the rest of them. No offense. So you but, have a plan. Well, it's uh, it's more like a an idea. Okay. But I do not intend to die here. I will escape Barovia someday, somehow. I will, I will, I will travel the lands, and I will learn what I need, and I will, I will find a way out. I am not, I am not a prisoner here. No, not okay, like that. Okay, okay, okay. But, I mean, me, maybe I am temporarily a prisoner, but I will break free. I will, I will plan my escape. Okay, but see now, what it sounds like is that you've just sort of put this idea in your head that one day you're going to break free, but you have not quite created a plan yet to help I you break free. I am free in my mind, and That's therefore what I, thought. I am free okay. Got in it. my body. Yeah. So, do you have any like followers? Because this is starting to sound a little um. No, I, I, you know, I have done the cult thing. I've, I've, you know, as a member, as a member only. I assure you, it's. Let me tell you, you run a circus. That is where the money is. You are in a cult. That is where the fun is. But no more. I am an old man now. A simple life, solitary. Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, watch out for cults. I think it's probably a thing in Barovia. I just assume. What about circuses? There are no circuses in Barovia. Write it down. Um, I don't know what to ask this guy. <laughs> and to so ask him we about a. And we go to Imra. Imra, <laughs> you, in order to avoid this conversation, have to be in another conversation. <laughs> uh, Aline, uh, you have a choice. I think uh, your most obvious choices are either the two individuals who are arm wrestling. Um, or the two sullen-looking hunters over in the corner. Who does Imra and Andrew Dite wish to talk to? Sullen people. Um, I think this is going to be fun. <laughs> I think Perlda hey. should should challenge the arm wrestlers. Oh yes, and I'm sorry, Broldus, you are also here, so you also get to decide. Are you going to be with Imra? You're going to do your own thing. Uh, well, I think I'm, I'm worth wolfing down my food for much longer than anybody else is. Okay. So I won't, I won't start interacting until after everybody else has already. All had right. Some so Imra, you want to, do you wish to approach the sullen looking, uh, folks in the corner? I'm going to go grab some wine from our innkeeper friends and take it, take a glass over to each of the mm-hmm. hunter looking people. All right, so these are, do you see them over on the southern corner of the bar here? I do. All right. So they, uh, they, they take the wine and they kind of, you know, gesture to a, an empty spot at their table. Uh, and they, they introduce themselves, kind of, um, the first one says, I am uh, I'm Soldar. This is my, uh, my partner, Yevgeny. And you are? Emra, and this is Androdite. Well met. They, they, they. I, I don't. Do you shake hands with a dog when you meet a dog? Do you pat a dog? What's what's dog etiquette, people? Bow. A nod. You bow. Yeah, nod. you bow. Okay. <laughs> Grovel. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, bow a cat. From from the waist. Yeah. yeah. No, don't. Um, no, yeah. None of that rude stuff. Yeah. Um, are you from here? Uh, no, we are. Um, we are hunters, scouts. We uh, travel the countryside around here, around Valaki. Uh, but we only come into town uh, from time to time to. Uh, to 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 sell what we find and uh, you know to stock up and then back out to the woods for us. They were uh, having some big uh, wolf related event and so there was a a big bounty on wolves. So we've been uh, we've been out hunting wolves. We've done well. Do you know what that is about? It was a little weird walking into town with all of the wolf heads. I agree, and you know we are hunters, but it is usually you do not display your your catch. Uh, Yevgeny nods quietly. There's two of them, so one of those could be very quiet. Uh, uh, so Soldar continues. They uh, they had this event. Uh, I think two days ago. It was uh, the Wolf's Head Jamboree. Uh, they paraded around town with wolf's heads, and uh, uh, Martikov he he bought most of the the wolf meat to to serve for food. Do you know why they decided to do this? They have here in, in Velaki, there is some festival or parade or celebration uh, at least once a week, if not more. It is the Burgermeister, the Baron, he decrees them. He says they keep us safe. Do you think they keep us safe? He looks around, makes sure no one else is paying attention. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Do you little... think parades keep you safe? I do not. I believe then we in are the power agreed. He toasts. Of- <laughs> Positive I believe, thinking. <laughs> I believe in the power of my bow 
and arrows. Um, yes, I, a good weapon. That is that is what you can trust in. Thank you. I I prefer the woods. Being in towns, same. Is not the best. Yes. Yeah. Um. Have you seen anything? I mean, I know it is Barovia and it is a scary place, but have you seen anything particularly unusual around as you've been traveling around the countryside lately? Uh, you know, there seems like there's only more wolves, which is uh, is you know good if you are a wolf hunter, bad if you are wolf prey. <laughs> so I'm wondering. Hang on, I'm looking at the travel or journal here. Um. So we have the. M- we mainly uh we mainly operate north of the lake. Okay, so we have the mountainside abbey and the dead village. The are there one any that's other submerged drowned? in the water? Yeah, the are there village. any other geographical things I might want to ask them about? Um, I was gonna the drowned village is the one that I was gonna suggest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the drowned village and the so- abbey are the big ones. Okay, so I was I was hoping because you, I mean, you look well traveled. We are. We are scouts. We are hunters. About. We know the land. Yeah, I was I was hoping that you could tell me. I heard something from someone about a drowned village and a like a village that's been covered by a lake, and I was wondering if you knew anything about that. Uh, uh Yevgeny kind of elbows him and he says, "We might know a little bit about that. Um, our information is uh." You know, hard-earned, though. I mean, I can't just give that kind of intelligence away, if you understand. I'll take out a silver coin for each of them and just rest it on the table. They kind of slide it over to their side of the table, but don't take it off the table. They kind of nod. People here in Velaki. He feels like every conversation in in, uh, in, in Barovia has like four levels of whisper. We're now <laughs> down to like level three of whisper. People here in Velaki. They do not talk about this place. It is an ill omen. But there is a village south of here. I even, I'll tell you the name. Berez. It is a cursed place. There are many cursed places here in Barovia. Big mm. Barovia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, it was a town. It is the fourth town in Barovia. Big Barovia, of which no one speaks. Many years back, the town... It did something to displease the devil. And it is said that he drowned the entire town as as punishment. Is there any... Are there guards around, or is it just... It is a dead place. Just a dead place, okay. And Dead places are not empty in Barovia, you understand that. I do understand that. I thank you for that warning. But there are Um, no people that live there. Okay. Um, But it is not empty. (laughs) Because the dead live there. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it is not funny. <laughs> no. It is terrifying. Amra! <laughs> you hear from <laughs> LO4. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, Rick Chavio and, and Elevore seem to uh, be waving at you. <laughs> yeah, the, the timeline has to be maintained. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm also going uh, the Abbey. I've heard about an Abbey and was wondering if you had any warnings about the terrain or the occupants around or in the Abbey. Is there anything? It's uh, I do not know it, but I've heard of it. It is uh, okay. next next to Kresk, they say. Okay. This is true. You have, you have any nods? <laughs> and just one more question, if I may. Um, when we were on when we were coming to Velaki. We encountered a skeleton horse with a skeleton rider on it. Do you know of this? I have heard tell. It was tells. very strange. You have not seen it. I have not seen it myself. They, but I have heard stories. They say it is, it is the lost traveler Barovia. He represents all of us looking for an escape, but there is no escape, and so he 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 wanders these lands forever. It is okay. not considered good luck to have seen him. Well, it's considered I mean, bad that, luck, to be clear. It, <laughs> it's, it's not neutral it's luck. It's neutral luck. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the other kind of luck, the bad kind. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I think being in Barovia is just bad luck in general. So, Agreed, you know. friend. Yes. Imra, the, the family takes care of the birds. <laughs> I wave. Wave them off. Okay. All right. Um, 
I feel like I should maybe get back to my friends. We'll although, be here all night, but it is good to chat. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your time and your knowledge. This is what we call a Rashomon episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, friends, we are at the top of the hour. Uh, Do I have any questions that I would ask at this stage of things? (laughs) Will we Uh, ever find out where Rictavio came from? Will we know why the birds take take care of the family and the family takes care of the birds? Will our adventurers ever discover the true meaning of the skeletal rider? For is this podcast all about Rictavio now? For answers to questions, touch us, please. Tune in to Rictavio's podcast, also known as the Dog and Pony Show. Why am I slightly Italian now? What is going on? Why can't Tony Sindelar hold a voice for more than eight minutes?